Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, TV host by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night, and a health and a life coach always. Come hang out as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing. There's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are going to dive into all things mushrooms today. And I'm a sucker for an origin story. And I got to ask, like, when and how did your love of mushrooms start? Because from what I understand, it was like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a minute ago. Um, I got into mushrooms. I mean, I've been in the health space for quite a while. Um, I first discovered mushrooms in 2011. So like, that's a long time ago. Um, and that was when I was, I first discovered medicinal mushrooms or functional mushrooms. And that was like this, like very key aha moment for me where I like just really heard about them for the first time and heard about them being used medicinally and was kind of like the beginning of a journey of me kind of like remembering my nature, reconnecting to nature, coming into like what I really wanted to um, do as my life's work and that whole thing. So it kind of like started me off on this trajectory of like understanding that like, oh, like there's stuff in the ground and it's our food and it's like indigenous cultures have used this for millennia to take care of themselves and support themselves. So it was a, a like a very big moment of understanding for me. And then I kind of rediscovered them in 2016. I was at the Institute of Holistic Nutrition, which is in Toronto, um, the famous nutrition school here that we have. That's so good. And that was when I started to like dive into food as medicine from a holistic perspective. And I started to work therapeutically with reishi, which is one of my favorite medicinal mushrooms. And like started to have some pretty incredible, profound results in my mind and body. And um, from there, I mean, it took, you know, still a couple of years before I was like, oh, I'm going to start a mushroom company. Um, but yeah, it has been, it's been a long, like, I always kind of tell, tell the story because it's very like intertwined with like my own healing journey, which is really what brought me into this line of work. Um, so it's been, it's been a, it's been a, yeah, a, a journey of like many years over a decade. And it's so incredible that you're like, even down to sharing that healing is what brought you into the world of medicinal mushrooms. Has it been able to heal you? Do you feel that you've been able to go through a transformative process with the help of medicinal mushrooms? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so much. Um, you know, I think anybody that has probably ever gone through anything, um, you know, it's so funny. Like, I don't like, I don't know. I don't know what your health journey has been like, but everybody has one. Everybody has like, whether they're dealing with stress, whether it's for me, it was when I was like transitioning out of university. Well, no, my university experience was very stressful, but when I was like coming into adulthood and really like 
you know, you have new responsibilities, you're paying for things, you have to figure out rent, you're adjusting to this new life in an adult world that's like high stress and all of these things. And so, um, yeah, I guess like my journey has been very continual and evolving. And so um, mushrooms have been instrumental, Rishi specifically in allowing my nervous system to come into a state of being able to like receive healing and to relax. Um, and like, if you'd met me probably 12 years ago, I would have been, well, we all would have been completely different people, like on a cellular level, we, all of ourselves would be different. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I like what I have received from them in terms of like the liver support, my hormones, my energy levels, and more than anything, just like my mind, body, spirit ability to like hold the capacity of running a business and doing so many different things takes has taken a lot of like parasympathetic nervous system support, adaptogenic support. Um, and my mushroom pals have been very instrumental in that. Oh, but your healing journey with mushrooms, did that start kind of early days in 2011 or closer to 2016? Like how long did all of this take for you to get to this place of ultimate boss, like woman? <laughs> well, thank you. Um, it is still, it's still a work in progress. I mean, I don't like, I think that's maybe like this, um, maybe a bit of like a misnomer is that like, I'm healed, I'm done. Like, yeah, I will, I, like, <laughs> it's never really like we're humans, right? And so there's always little things that are coming up or triggers or like new things to unlock and more to more to grow into. So I'm like a perpetual obsessive growth and learning and development person. And so like, I just love that, like optimization, tinkering and improving myself, whether it's like mentally or whatever, just like exceeding your expectations of what you think is possible. I, I believe in that for health as well. And so, you know, I think there's like, I'm just so sensitive. So I'm going to respond to different seasons, to different seasons of my life and that kind of thing. Um, so I do, I do think like, yeah, mushrooms have been very instrumental, but I would say 2011 was more like my understanding. I started to like learn about them and I started to forage. I would actually like go up north um, near Nipsing in Ontario and like just learn about them through a friend. We would forage, we would gather mushrooms. And so that was like entry level. And I started drinking some teas and making some teas out of chaga and rishi, two like local famous mushrooms we have in Ontario. And, uh, and then I didn't really get into more serious, like protocol based work with therapeutic doses until 2016. And then of course I've been taking our mushrooms for since 2018, when I started product development and, and creating our product. So, um, they've been like, in terms of my like boss era, they've been yeah. like by my side the whole time. <laughs> oh. Foraging sounds like such a unique way to connect to mother nature and probably also to connect with yourself. I have never foraged. It is something that I would love to do. I enjoy consuming mushrooms and like meals. I think they're like one of the most beautiful ingredients within a meal, mm -hmm. but I would love to be able to like have a full circle moment, go out forage with someone who knows what they're looking for and then be able to enjoy a beautiful meal as a result of that foraging and just experience that full circle moment. What was your first experience like foraging, like putting yourself in an environment where you are just surrounded by nature and you are led by curiosity and this like, I don't know, desire to learn more about mushrooms? Um, 
Well, it kind of took me by surprise, I guess. I think it was maybe in 2015 when I was one of my first foraging experiences. And I went out into a forest with um, somebody that just knew so much. And not only was I, I think what, what I was like really kind of amazed by was just like that there is so much like such a wealth of of plants and mushrooms and information and that it's not more well known and that we just kind of have this like supermarket grocery store that we go to for all of our needs and absolutely convenient and essential for cities and this kind of thing but i just like i had this big like whoa i'm like feeling a little bit out of touch about like what what i would like like how how like what what I have access to what what these plants are, and I was amazed by the level of knowledge that um, this herbalist had, and so that was uh, a really big aha moment, and I don't know what I was more excited about like how much this person knew or like the actual like taking the nettles and creating a meal out of them and brewing the tea it was all just like so fascinating to me, um, and so that was about 2015 I believe. And um, in 2018, I, I went on a foraging, like a specific mushroom foraging trip with Paul Stamets out west. He does uh, these retreats on Cortez. Cortez is this beautiful Gulf Island in British Columbia. And he hosts these like educational workshops where you do these mushroom forays in like the deep, thick, old growth woods of Cortez Island and we went in mushroom season and like you take this big boat to get there and the ocean was so choppy and it was just such a cool experience and that was like we were like picking these beautiful bullets out of the sandy kind of soil and like made this beautiful meal um out of mushrooms that we had all foraged and it was like so delicious and really uh, yeah, just such a, such a different, you're so connected to what you're eating and it tastes so much better. And there's like, like collective amazement about like what you all found and, and what you can create from that. Um, and then I think like some relatable experiences too, are just like even going to a, a farmer's market, you know, and there's like lots of mushroom stalls now and finding, I remember one time I went to the Sororan market and there was like a giant puff ball, like this big and it was edible and you could buy it and i remember getting some like beautiful lobster mushrooms and they're bright orange like a neon orange and yellow and they taste like uh, they weren't lobsters actually it was chicken of the woods and uh just like even doing that a, like a buying a wild crafted mushroom at a farmer's market and going home and sauteing that is like it's an incredible experience you can smell the forest um yeah it's amazing the way you talk about mushrooms is the way people talk about their loved ones. Like it's, <laughs> like, it's such like a deep affection and like level of respect that you have. It's like beautiful. To, I could listen to you talk about mushrooms. <laughs> That's so sweet. I do. I really, I very much do revere them. Like they're, they've been, they've been, it's really cool. I mean, I get to like work all day with an intelligent life form that I, that baffles me, that gets me in awe, that keeps me on my toes. That's like, like just really curious, keeps me so curious. Um, and that's a really cool thing. I, I remind myself of that a lot when like, you know, the days get hard and you're dealing with logistics and things like that. It's, uh, I think it's, yeah, like getting to 
remember the power of what they hold and their intelligence and their connectivity and interconnection is really that mirror for me. And I do hold so much respect for them. I'd love to learn a little bit more about, you know, I know there's so much that we could talk about with mushrooms, but they really, they have been around for such a long time on planet earth and they are incredibly intelligent and the connectivity element that you just spoke about. I'll never forget when I watched that series on Netflix, all about mushrooms and I could not stop watching and I could not stop like just taking it all in. Um, Give us like a bit of a, of, of a breakdown, like what makes mushrooms and like the whole, the many, many, many type of mushrooms that exist, like so powerful and so important (laughs) for like, earth um and also just a little bit about their intelligence because it's kind of a cool thing that not other plants yeah as much as mushrooms yeah yeah i mean the so mushrooms are a friend of mine calls them they're they're an elder species and what that means is that they've they've kind of been around since like time immemorial in terms of what we can what a lot of like scientists, anthropologists, and I guess like evolutionary biologists have been able to track of our timeline on earth is that they go back to like, like way back into the ocean before there was, when, when the earth was just like a ball of water and there was no land yet. And so they've been integral. And of course, this is such a theory because it is hard to like piece some of these things together, but there's a lot of incredible science and ways that they've like measured some of these, um, measured some of these like rock, you know, remains and fossils, but mushrooms and fungi, I will say, because there is a difference. Fungi is the kingdom and a mushroom is really just like, uh, it's kind of like the apple on a tree. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of like what 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 pops up on the ground and catches our attention and what's edible, consumable is really just the reproductive organ of a large species that is largely underground called fungi. Uh, or fungi or whatever you want to call it. It's fungi and fungi you can you can use interchangeably. Um, and so they're they've kind of been really essential for the evolution of life out of water and onto the planet. They have sustain themselves through the billions of years of history the like severe kind of extinct extinction events that have happened on earth um during this time period and have kind of it's it's almost impossible to imagine our earth without them because they are known as the decomposers of the planet and there is not really anybody that can decompose things like fungi can bacteria can play a role in that but fungi mainly like their their food source is waste it's fallen leaves from the ground it's anything that mold can grow on and basically consume and, and decompose so they're essential for our earth in so many so many so many ways they also provide this like network of a biosphere kind of for our planet that like holds the network together hold the soil together they provide kind of integrity for the soil in a so in a, in a forest ecosystem they're also they're integral in that it's like like yeah forest isn't really a forest without fungi and that's because of that like the network that they weave underground and the way that they're able to stabilize trees and plants and connect them through their root systems so that they can share information share nutrients it's a transport system it's also of course the life form that like grows mushrooms and mycelium and so there's been shown to be this like brilliant intelligence that is being passed through these mushrooms they can sense predators like 
like, you know, like a hundred feet away and relay those messages. They can, they allow for trees to communicate. They allow for mother trees to communicate with their like tree saplings. It's extraordinary. They are like, have a sentient intelligence where they are able to respond to us. There've been really cool studies um, about to let, let really display their intelligence in terms of like getting fungi to make um, map systems of underground subways and seeing what directions. Um, I think it was like Tokyo or something they did this experiment where they like had an idea for how they wanted to plan the subway route, but they did the same thing for, they allowed the mycelium to plan the pathway um, through the networks that they connect and Like it was more strategic. It was, wow. was better. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, and there's, um, you know, I think we're really only just beginning. I think for me, I've always been somebody that's like, I feel so connected to, I've always been very curious about spirituality, about, my my big question since i've been a kid is like what are we doing here like what is going on this is not like we need to take a moment and just be like how are we these humans on this planet in this massive place like it's just it's kind of it's pretty extraordinary um and and so i've always been very curious about just like altered states. I know that there's so much more than what meets the eye. And, uh, you know, I've had such amazing experiences myself with different energetic medicines and um, healings and, and things like this. So it's, I'm very, very into the realm and world of like, what can we, like, it's, it's, it is, it's just fascinating to me to think about a different form of intelligence and very humbling and has really like provided that kind of memory and uh, just like richness for me to really explore with them. Um, but, you know, there's, there's so much, it's, it's interesting because like the fungi in a forest or in an ecosystem, they kind of act as the immune system for that forest. And when you think about the kind of benefits that they provide to our bodies, it's also uh, immune system support and helping to fend off invaders. And so there are these beautiful kind of mutualistic or symbiotic relationships that they forge in nature and similarly to what they kind of connect and create in our bodies. And so just been like quite a few years of learning about this species being so enamored and um, you know, using them as a metaphor as often as I can for what interdependence can look like and what we can, you know, they, they provide that kind of role model for us as humans, at least for me. Um, and, and then of course, there's just like so many fascinating, like different, um, industries that fungi have been a huge part of that they've kind of revolutionized, whether that's been Western medicine with antibiotics or wine making or cheese making fermentation, uh, you know, there's like such a such a major kind of potential for psychedelics and and therapeutics in terms of healing. There's medicinal mushrooms that have been used for thousands of years. There's biofabrications and materials and mushroom leathers. And I really think it's just kind of um, yeah, like cool to see us all waking up to the possibilities of of fungi. Really, it sounds like they can do it all. Like. Like what can't mushrooms do? What can't fungi do? I should say. 
Like yeah. it's wild to hear you talk. It's like, okay, cool. Immune system for the earth. <laughs> will potentially help anxiety and depression. Oh, they'll help you get into an altered state. You can nourish mm-hmm. your body. They'll give mm-hmm. you a boost internally. Like it's just, yeah. it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm glad you said that. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it is mind blowing. Um, it really is. Are there any big misconceptions about mushrooms that you find are in existence, especially, let's say, in the Western world? Because I know elsewhere in the world, mushrooms have been respected and revered yeah. and part of many, many rituals for a long time. But here in the Western world, it feels like mushrooms are very trendy. And hopefully that is not just a trend and it'll stay for a long time. But sometimes that comes with misconceptions. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of the misconceptions about fungi are... I guess there's many. I mean, we've largely had to transform a society. And I would say we, you know, by and large, the movement is still just kind of getting started. There are still so many people that fear fungi. Um, There's, there is like that kind of unknown piece where you walk into a forest and it's not a sure bet, like, oh, I can eat this. Unless you could properly identify it, you still don't want to do that necessarily. Um, so PSA, brought to PSA. You so it's, yeah, it's kind of like, you have to definitely use, um, use some, yeah, if you're gonna forage, you wanna go with somebody who knows the lay of the land and who's an expert in identification. Um, but I would say that's one of the main ones in terms of like, I think, People don't know what they don't know, but there's like the, the main ones that we get served in supermarkets are kind of the portobellos, the white buttons, the brown mushrooms. And um, that's actually all the exact same mushroom, just at different life stages. Um, okay. Which is, yeah. Good to know. Which is, which is kind of crazy. So there's so many other mushrooms. I mean, shiitakes are incredible. You're seeing those at lots more stores yeah. now. Um, those are definitely all over the place. But there's lion's mane and oyster mushrooms and tons of wild edibles. Um, so I would say, like, the, the versatility of, like, mm-hmm. we have not been able to identify like 90% of the mushrooms that exist. So um, it's a it's a small field. There's only a few people that like know how to identify these mushrooms and that go beyond that to actually like file it and classify it and give it a name. So it's still very much in the beginning stages of what we know about fungi. But um, yeah, I think like just the, the, the versatility in what you can eat, not fearing them. I think part of this like broader education around how incredible they are has been so cool because that's really opening people's eyes to be like, whoa, I shouldn't, I shouldn't necessarily fear this thing. It's not a pest on my lawn. It is, you know, not something that like, sure, okay, I'm going to use discretion. I'm not going to eat them in the forest, but like, I can at least open my my mind to the possibilities of what they provide. And I think that is dispelling so many misconceptions um, in, along the way. Which is, I think, so important because you have to. And again, you don't know what you don't know, but in yeah. today's world, friends, if there is something you don't know and you're curious about it, there's probably a resource out there. So like, yeah. oh yeah, totally. Um, if you're if you've been in Toronto recently or any major city, it's like there are magic mushroom stores just popping up absolutely everywhere. I would just like to distinguish the difference between like a shroom experience, like a magic traditional magic mushroom experience versus like medicinal mushrooms, mm-hmm. what like your company deals in. Like what makes them yeah. different? 
Totally. So, okay, so a functional or a medicinal mushroom that could be used interchangeably. Um, those are going to be non-psychoactive, non-mind-altering. So that's kind of that. They're, you're not going to trip out on the on our mushrooms. Um, lion's mane is very powerful. So, like, we do have people that are, like, feel like they're, they, they're having coffee after having lion's mane. That's for, like, some pretty sensitive individuals. Um, but for the most part, like, what you're, the benefits that you're going to get are going to be, like, energizing, calming, you know, kind of providing some calm before bedtime, um, stress support, brain cognitive enhancement, um, immune boosting properties, things like that. Um, just like anti-inflammatory effects, like, yes, along those lines of like health promoting benefits. And then the psychedelic mushrooms or, or shrooms or, you know, whatever, um, they are psychedelic and the kind of like really famous mushroom is psilocybin that's what's being largely studied right now um there are lots of different types of uh of different psilocybin mushrooms um but yeah that's going to produce like a you're going to trip out there's going to be potential hallucinations depending on how much you take um and they are yeah mind altering in that sense um and you know, there's like lots of hap lots of like lots kind of happening within like the microdosing sphere and a true microdose is going to be sub perceptual. So you shouldn't actually feel anything. Um, you may again, it's like there's a little bit of um, just yeah, it can really depend on the individual and their sensitivity levels and how well the a microdose would be kind of dosed. Because um, if you get up to like 0 0.12 or 0 0.2, that's usually you can start to feel something. And it's very short lived, but um, there'll be some sort of sensation in the body. Um, and so, the, yeah, that's really like the main the main difference. The psychedelic mushrooms have not been studied for any of the health promoting benefits in terms of like providing the antioxidants or any of the health benefits that we see from the medicinal mushrooms, but the like brain kind of benefits and what we see happening with the default mode network is extremely beneficial um, in a lot of different kind of cases for anxiety and depression and things like that. Well, let's talk about those medicinal mushrooms because that is everything that is within rainbow. And I have to say, I was perusing the site. It had been a minute since I'd been on there. And I was like, oh, I want to see like the vibe again, like remind myself. And I love um, the strategy behind inviting people to shop by benefit that they're looking for mm -hmm. uh, from immunity to energy, to brain power, to de-stress, to longevity. There is truly like something for everyone and being able to shop by the benefit you're craving in your life makes it so much easier and also really quickly highlights the incredible benefits that exist within medicinal yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. So I'd love to kind of like quickly go through them and then you can highlight um, kind of your favorite products that you know, can offer support with regards to those benefits and like how it all kind of goes down. So like we spoke about how um, fungi are incredibly important for the earth's immunity, but they also can benefit our own immunity. Yes. Um, well, I love that you said that because I think our, I think like when you get into anything, as I'm, I'm sure, you know, there's like little nuances and like you begin to understand what Rishi is and what lion's mane is so inherently. Um, and it's like, just 
there are so many people new to this who are coming who have no idea they've never heard that word they don't know about medicinal mushrooms and so the question that we get time and time again is like where do i start what do i need and my like my goal going into it was like how do we um how do we get people to connect to their bodies and really connect to their needs in this moment and where they need support and the mushrooms are like it's actually hard to classify them as like the energy mushroom because truly every mushroom has like like dozens of properties of what they support so to only give it one benefit is like doing it a little bit of a disservice but we went with the one that has the most literature and science behind it so um cordyceps for example is very well known as a energizing mushroom that has been used for athletes for performance for increasing cellular atp the energy molecule um excuse me and is is just as a, a like a great combination for your morning routine um it's also an, an adaptogen then we have reishi another known adaptogen amazing for stress support um calming it's known as like the mushroom of immortality it has a beautiful effect of like balancing the mind body in traditional chinese medicine Chaga is this beautiful antioxidant mushroom uh, known as the king of medicinal mushrooms, very just like everything immunity, um, whether that's like support for chronic diseases or conditions to antioxidant support, just like really tons and tons of benefits there. Um, and then lion's mane, which is our bestseller. Everybody loves, loves, loves lion's mane. Um, and that is the kind of a brain and cognitive enhancement mushroom that is well known for its yeah, just kind of memory, learning, cognition. And then we have a product that we made, uh, 1111, which is a blend of 11 mushrooms, including those four. And um, that's kind of our kind of multivitamin type mushroom, multi-mushroom. Um, and that kind of utilizes the effects of synergy of all of these mushrooms working stronger together than they do on their own. And so, um, we have a we have a handful of other products, but our kind of tinctures are the main the main star players. Which gets you the most excited? And I'm sure it changes, but like right now, yes. current moment, which is your favorite child? Oh my gosh! I mean, my favorite child is always Rishi. I it's always the one that like I am just so supported by Rishi. I have I finished like a whole bottle in like 12 days. Um, I am like just guzzling it. It has been my number 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 one support system for stress and remaining calm and being like collected and sleeping well um liver support i've been doing this like parasite cleanse it's kind of the the big mushroom that's been supporting me over the past um in spring so i'm like very very big on reishi oh um, i also want to celebrate that it is all cultivated in canada Yes. Which is so great because it is pricey to have a business in Canada and stay local in Canada. So mm -hmm. I just want to like tip Thank my hat to you because I, I know that that's a big choice when it comes to, to yeah. owning a business. And I also really want to celebrate and end on that Rainbow has a big community impact. You and your team have made the decision that 1% of every purchase will be going to a nonprofit and why was that something that was important to you? I mean, that was kind of a dream from the get-go just because it's, uh, I mean, when I decided to start Rainbow, I was very aware that I was going to be creating a product and creating a product from nature. And so I wanted to do that with as much intention as possible in terms of like, I had off, like 
just I did, you know, had a, lot, a whole kind of thing which we could talk about at another time. But for me, it was just kind of about like, how do I actually have this 360 approach where we are giving back to communities who don't have access to our products, but also we're going to leave a footprint on this planet based on making these products. And yes, they're going to support people's health. And I really believe that they like that Canadians and America like that we need this um, and that we need businesses that um, embody the value these values. I, I, I really believe that. Um, but it just was like, you know, it's kind of like a balancing point for me in how we're ultimately going to be using resources, we ship products, we do all this. And so to offer our resources to communities that have impacted us that we want to support um, that really align with our brand ethos has been just like from the get-go we've always um, supported planting trees uh, social justice causes and it is um, just embedded as like like the it's you can you can build your business that way you just kind of build it into your cost structure and um, and kind of like feels good while you're also like taking care of your body and purchasing from brands you support. Mm, you're about to hit a big birthday. Rainbow's about to turn four years old. Yes. So yeah. Back, what has been the biggest pinch me moment? Hmm. Oh my gosh. There've been a handful of pinch me moments. Um, I guess the one most recent was, was going on national TV on breakfast television to share rainbow on, on, Breakfast television. That was huge. That was such a fun moment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Congratulations on everything. It has been such a fun joy, like being a creep from the side, like (laughs) and seeing it launch and seeing it hold absolutely everywhere. Um, Friends, we'll put all the links down below if you'd like to learn more about Tanya or Rainbow. Um, you have blown my mind. I know this could be like a 10 part conversation. So if you want to know more friends, Tony also has a podcast and we'll include that as well down below. So thank you for your time. Like congrats on all the things. Continue hanging out with Reishi, your mushroom (laughs) and doing all the work that you do. Thank you so much, Chloe. This means the world and love chatting with you and love the work you share. So thank you. Oh, that was fun. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I am your host with clearly no filter, Chloe Wild. And if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out because that sucks. Feel free to rate and leave us a comment. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And my friends, remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. I'll see you next week. Bye.